crossed the term national monetization pipeline in the recent days. Let us discuss about that only in the current episode. Recently, the government has released the national monetization pipeline, which is a document listing the various public assets that will be leased out to private companies over the next four years. The government believes that monetizing underutilized public assets will bring in almost 6 lakh crore rupees and help build new infrastructure to boost the economy. But the critics have accused the government of selling off valuable national assets to crony capitalists. In this context, it becomes necessary to evaluate the program with its long-term impact on overall economic growth. But before going into the arguments in favor of the national monetization pipeline, let us discuss about the aims of national monetization pipeline. So the national monetization pipeline is prepared by the Niti Aayog, which aims to create a virtuous cycle of develop, commission, monetize, and invest in national infrastructure. It aims to unlock value in brownfield projects by engaging the private sector and transferring to them the revenue rights and not the ownership in the projects and using the funds generated for infrastructure creation across the country. Now when it comes to the advantages of national monetization pipeline or the arguments in favor of it, let us discuss few points. First, national monetization pipeline will help the government get access to capital via interested private parties. These investors will maintain and operate the monetized assets generating cash flows but also create technical and human resource capacity in the infrastructure sector. This virtuous cycle of resource augmentation in turn will help the government invest in new infrastructure immediately without waiting for annual budgetary capital expenditure allocations. Second, the existing brownfield de-risked assets which are part of the 4-year monetization pipeline will help create execution capacities for new greenfield assets. The government is monetizing the rights to operate and maintain the assets and not their ownership. Third, contracts will be designed in a way that the government receives fair present value from the monetization while private parties get enough operational flexibility and regulatory visibility. Fourth, National Monetization Pipeline introduces no new financial liability to the taxpayers and in fact represents a better targeted user-based structure. There are certain successful examples for the asset monetization and that are National Highways Authority of India and Power Grid Corporation of India. But here it becomes important to discuss some of the counter-arguments also. So a significant criticism of the National Monetization Pipeline is that the transfer would end up creating monopolies leading to a rise in price. However, the claim of an inevitable monopolization is exaggerated as the outcome would differ according to the type of infrastructure. On this issue of the price, even the Rajiv Kumar, Vice Chairman of the Niti Aayog, has emphasized 
that the price would be regulated and any increase of it kept in line with inflation when the government signs the contract with the concessionaire the possibility that the price will rise after a transfer of public infrastructure to a private sector is not a good reason to oppose it india's infrastructure has not expanded precisely because the assets generate too little revenue for even their maintenance leave alone the upgradation part this has held back the growth of the economy moreover it cannot simply be assumed that monopoly would lead to a higher price because the outcome would depend upon the costs of the concessionaire which may well be lower than that of the public entities currently managing india's assets rather the important consideration in evaluation of the national monetization pipeline would be the volume of funds expected to be generated the government has announced an indicative value of 6 lakh crore rupees accruing over 4 years this is extraordinarily low in relation to two comparators first it is only 10% higher than the budgeted capital expenditure of the government of india actually for 2021 2022 and second if we see this in relation to the figure of 100 lakh crores estimation as the infrastructural investment india needs it seems very low and this was announced this 100 lakh infrastructure investment was announced by the finance minister nirmala sitaraman in her first budget of 2019 and repeated by our honorable prime minister narendra modi in all his subsequent independence day speeches and any claim of innovativeness of the national monetization pipeline pales beside this estimation made by the government itself now at this juncture it becomes important to address one more question that is asset monetization something new to india definitely india has been monetizing assets for a long time through public private partnerships in india the concept was suggested by a committee led by vijay kelkar on the road map of fiscal consolidation in 2012 the company had suggested the sorry the committee had suggested that the government start monetization as a key instrument to raise resources for development to conclude it can be said that as global economic conditions remain volatile and uncertain raising financial resources upfront is a bold constructive and confident policy statement it signals to the world that india is open to business with the interests of the public exchequer and the citizens firmly protected we at cap radio has this stance with respect to the national monetization pipeline if you have something contrary to us you can definitely write to us in our social handles thank you for listening to this